The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, it's just gone 20 past five and so much to unpack. Uh, right now joining us is Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, United Arab Emirates planning to reduce diplomatic pres- presence in Israel. Why? <laughs> And good afternoon to you and welcome. Sorry, just, get, just that we <laughs> are tight on time and there's so much to chat about. Good afternoon. Well, I think this is something you have to ask Finance Minister Betzalel Smotrich. Oh, boy. He is uh, the reason why the United Arab Emirates are contemplating reducing their diplomatic presence in Israel. Uh, you know, yesterday I said I'm sure the Ministry of Foreign Affairs are playing Smotrich bingo to see, you know, what possible diplomatic incident he could uh, stir up today. The National, which is one of the leading newspapers in the United Arab Emirates, leads with the headline that says, Concern at Israeli Minister's Palestine Insults. So just to recap, Betzalel Smotrich uh, giving a speech to a, a conference remembering a victim of terror in Paris just a couple of days ago, spoke uh, in front of a map of what used to be British Mandate Palestine with the area that was then known as Transjordan, now known as the Kingdom of Jordan, being part of what he called Greater Israel and said that the Palestinians weren't a people, they were a, a fabrication of the imagination. Now his comments have been roundly condemned by um, countries around the world, including France, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, the United States, the United Kingdom, Germany, and many, many more. As as soon as news broke of these comments, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs issued a statement saying that uh, they absolutely recognized Jordanian sovereignty over their their territory uh, and distancing themselves from Smotrich's comments. But this has had a a, a major knock-on effect. We have had the uh, ambassador to Jordan summoned yesterday and a vote in the Jordanian parliament earlier today to expel Israel's ambassador. Now, Jordan sees Smotrich's comments as being a violation of the peace treaty between Jordan and Israel. Now, we have movement with the United Arab Emirates as well, according to a report in a Saudi-based newspaper. The Emiratis have given a directive to their ambassador in Israel, Muhammad al-Khajjar, to not engage or meet with Israeli government officials. This is very, very serious. So, uh, you and I have spoken at length how proud we are of the Abraham Accords. I was, I was going to come to that because uh, somebody needs to, if I can put it, if I can put it across this way, somebody needs to shut him up because uh, there's going to be a domino effect here with the other Abraham Accord signatories. Surely. We- well, this is it, and, and, and uh, people in Israel are saying to themselves today, uh, and this is all of Israeli media, what is it going to take for Netanyahu to fire Betzalel Smotrich as our finance minister? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, the comments made by his Otsmei Yehudit party, uh, uh, members of his party over the last couple of weeks have been nothing less than inflammatory. Uh, you know, we're going to get to another story in a second where more inflammatory comments have been made by a member of Otsma Yehudi. You know, th- at the end of the day, um, we know they're extremists. 
We know that their presence in the the government is more out of the the delicate uh, uh, structure of coalition building in the state of Israel. But um, clearly, it seems that Prime Minister Netanyahu is unable to control his government. And, And this is something that the United Arab Emirates expressed last week. They said, we will stop buying security systems from you unless you start reigning in your government. Indeed, uh, Rolene. Well, let's indeed move on from that and let's just now let's talk about the Israeli ambassador to the United States uh, now summoned over the disengagement appeal. Tell us more about that. Well, well, here we get to to more inflammatory comments Mm -hmm. that are going to come up in a second. So uh, yesterday the Knesset voted in 31 to 18 to repeal the evacuation clauses that resulted in the disengagement of 2005. Now, just to recap, this is when Israel pulled out all uh, remaining citizens in Gaza, including our dead in 2005. This was known as the disengagement when Hebrew, the Hitnat Kut, a very, very painful moment in Israel's history. And uh, the vote went to repeal the, the act. So it was largely symbolic and a quote from the Prime Minister's office earlier today says it brings to an end the discriminatory and humiliating laws that that barred Jews from living in northern Samaria. Okay, so this is largely symbolic because they were very quick to reiterate there will be no new communities to be set up in the northern Gaza Strip. Now cut to a member of um, Otsmedia who did yesterday say, God willing, we will re-establish Gush Katif. This is one of the um, communities that was uprooted and we will plant four more settlements. And she went on to say, she says, no, we know this will lead to mass casualties, but, uh, you know, the area is, is Jewish territory. I mean, this is so inflammatory. I mean, all that Hamas uh, terror entities in the Gaza Strip need for a green light to attack Israel Indeed. are comments like this. <laughs> it seems as if a lot of fires at the moment need to be put out, really, and that's what I'm, really, I'm, I'm sure many listeners are, would, would concur that uh, we've got a douse. One's got to douse these inflammatory remarks and these people who are just stirring things up and not, you know, contributing anything to the Israeli cause at the moment. But okay, we just hope that, you know, sanity, I keep saying sanity will prevail at the end of the day. Well, just hope we're having a different conversation tomorrow. But there's uh, yeah. more parts to the story because the ambassador to the United States this is Michael Herzog, and yes, he is the brother of our president, uh, Isaac Herzog, was summoned to meet with the Deputy Secretary of State uh, over these comments and, and over the fact that this uh, uh, law or the, or the language certainly around the law was uh, repealed. Sure. But we also have a situation with the United States at the moment where uh, there will be no meetings with Prime Minister Netanyahu, he will not be invited to the White House and there won't be Hmm. Israeli officials invited overnight. The United States is our strongest ally. We need the United States on side. We've already seen um, a loss in the support of the Democratic Party, mostly amongst the, the, the younger generation. This language, these kind of actions are not 
helping Israel. And the state of Israel has to come before the uh, egos and the ideologies of certain members of Knesset. As I've said before, let's hope we're having a different conversation tomorrow or perhaps next week. Really not much time left. Um, the judicial process, I wonder if this has anything to do with the, the IDF or is it the, um, the Israeli uh, Air Force fearing that more pilots will refuse to serve? What's happening here? Well, these are the concerns that we've been speaking about with the proposed judicial overhaul. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, we will be uh, embarking on uh, a day of paralysis. So we have now, from a day of protest to a day of resistance to now a day of paralysis. So this shows you just how strongly Israelis feel about these proposed judicial overhauls. And top security officials, including the Ramat Kal, this is the IDF chief of staff, and the defense minister, have expressed a deep concern uh, that we are going to see this protest movement, certainly within the ranks of our armed forces, grow and that more pilots will refuse to serve. Now, the reason that the uh, uh, military are refusing to serve is because the Supreme Court uh, puts forward very important checks and balances Mm -hmm. that keeps us with our status as one of the most, if not the most, moral army in the world. And they are very, very concerned that should that be removed, that the government can overrule um, Supreme Court rulings. We could see a situation where a Betzalel Smotrich um, could give the orders to our military, given that he shares a portfolio with our defense minister with regards to the disputed West Bank. Sure, Rolin, uh, we're going to have to leave it there. As I've said, let's just hope we're having a different conversation tomorrow. Uh, everything on the best, we just hope uh, things will settle and things will just calm down a bit regarding remarks being made and you did the just judicial process. Well, let's see what transpires in the next 24 hours. Rolin Marks, our correspondent from Israel, telling us about what is happening in the Holy Land.